exception of Miss Price here, there isn't a decent human being amongst you. Not one. Do you know what makes a human being decent? Fear. And therein lies the problem. None of you has anything left to fear anymore. idea of the pain and anxiety you caused me. I thought you were a trustworthy boy, but going out behind my back with that, that oily shop girl, kissing and cuddling in public. Mum, don't interrupt me. But Mum, she's, I'll tell you what she is. She's experienced. Why have you deliberately gone out of your way to upset me? Won't happen again. But float right about the graveyard in a street crab walking way hard. Car stop, what the fuck is going on? Dead bodies dancing on the lawn. Do the sprinkler, do the Superman. Get stupid, that's the plan. Get up, jump with the booms. They're not dead exactly, they're just sort of rotting. Father Magruder? I don't know what to do, you know, I don't know how to stop it. You must destroy them. I, I can't. You don't even know what the fuck is going on. What they call that? I'm mowing the lawn. They want to pop me, try to drop me. Backspin into a kickstand. They can't stop me. Look at me fucking up better guitar. That they shit, so there you are. We live forever, so there you go. days before it um the strap on the mask it popped uh, so, uh, so much so to where like the uh the uh the uh the mask itself like ripped and so we it was unsavable but man Ram oh, rambo's no. face was just so badass looking and i was just like oh. i mean 
All you need is just the, the headband and, and, you know, you already have the hair. I know. Well, you'd be all right. So my mom. Throw, throw a little star around the face. And- so my mom, like last minute, she was like, I know. We'll just paint your face like Rambo. You put a little dirt on your face, a little black, you know, streaks. Yeah, exactly. Mop you know, and you get like a, like a bandana, a little, like, a, like an all red bandana, you know, wrap it around your head, you know. And, 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 and I was like, I was like, that's the stupidest fucking idea I've ever heard in my life. And I, <laughs> and I was, and the mask had it all. Oh, you dude! Like, no, I, I'm Rambo when I wear the right. mask. Right, and uh, <laughs> and it was it was just I was just so upset. And I remember looking in the mirror after she did so, like she didn't even have to do that. Like she just had to get ready for work herself, you know. She did all that, and I was still just like, yeah, like stupid. I I, I was I, I was obsessed with the because in the '90s the the, the, the tack on fake. Yes. You always went to the store and you get the, the picture of the, the model wearing the, the, the latex that you'd have to paste to your face and then paint over was perfect. And then you try to do it with your mom or at the house and it just came out looking awful. But I had to do it every year. I had to try to put some type of giant wound on my face or my arm. Of course. <laughs> and my mom and my mom tried her best to, to mask, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> were, were you uh, did you do ever do a wound with the Ghostbuster outfit? No, no. Ghostbusters was young. I was still, I, I was a little guy when I remember having my, 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 my overall, my one piece and Ghostbuster thing and how fucking cool I thought I was, dude, man. Felt like- when I put that on, it's like, it's, it's like wearing Superman's cape. Exactly. Once I put the, you know, the Ghostbusters suit on, I was like, what the fuck, man? Like, where's Ecto-1? Let's go. <laughs> oh, I bet you did, dude. I bet you did, man. I mean, it felt like a million bucks. Dude, that's so funny. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's so good. But that was that's that's the that's the appeal to Halloween. It, to me, I'm a I'm a horror fan, so I love the like I said the gore and the blood. And some people like to just dress as their superheroes or their favorite actor or whatever. But I always loved to, it was my chance to be creepy or scary or gory or whatever. I could get away with being like uh something gross oh, that's awesome you know that's so. awesome yeah i love that no um i well i'm with, with my my family they they had a lot of opinions you know like like you're not going out looking like that you know yeah. <clears throat> and so i and after a while i kind of figured out what i what what i knew they would let me do and what I, what what they wouldn't you know and so um i mean, I, I think in the last time i went trick or treating like legitimately like for myself <laughs> oh, for i can't candy, remember the last time yeah. It was one of those where, like, at seven thirty, I was like, Psh, "Stupid trick or treating! I'm not doing that." And then, and then, and then eight <laughs> o'clock hits, and I'm like, "If I don't go now, you know, like, I'm gonna miss out on some candy. I'm gonna miss yeah. out. Like, I'm gonna, I can get at least, you know, half a bag. You mm-hmm. know, I can get something. And, uh, and you know, like, I gotta hit, I gotta, I gotta hit all my old spots. I ain't gotta spend two hours, mm-hmm. but I can, you know, I can. I'm, I'm older now. I can strategically hit, you know." Mr. Thompson's house, he's got the big dog bars. Mr. Johnson's a, a fucking cheap ass. He ain't giving you shit. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be strategic, you know? Um, yeah. And so, yeah, so I remember I had bought some Jason mask for myself, you know, just to have it, you know? Oh, yeah. And so last minute, I put on like a like a, a thick jacket and put the Jason mask on. And I just, and I just oh, ran out. And I, just, and I just went to the neighbor's house, candy. <laughs> It just sprinted out ne- of your next, house. Next house, candy, trick or treat. And yeah, I was, I, I tried as hard as I could, but, but that was the last time I went trick or treating. Was like late night, 
right before all the doors started and the lights started going off. Um, and yeah, I, I, I realized I was just done with it. I was just like, I had my, had a good run. I had, I had a, a good run. I had a brother, my brother's four years old, younger. So I remember being like, once he, he got to a certain age and I was, I was like, Oh, you know, I'm good with it. Yeah. <laughs> but I missed, I miss dressing up. I always now, now as an adult, if you throw a party or, uh, you, you know, you have any type of adult activity based around Halloween or, or, or a costume party, I'm down, let's go. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I wish it just me having the, such a big build, like it, it's it's so hard to like go out and get your own stuff rather than you know yep, like, yep. like your options are limited, you know, especially mm-hmm, you know yep, you can go yep. as like a can of something, I guess, uh, or you can or you can go as like Slimer, or you can go as just you know whatever, <laughs> and 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 so it's just it it makes it to where yeah, and, and so the, especially the themed stuff gets a lot limited. You know, and just like, mm. yeah, yeah. like I only have these options. I'll just not show up. <laughs> if that's yeah. the case. I mean, I'm, I, you do, you, you, most <laughs> of these people that, that dress up for Halloween, it's always time of the year. So I'm trying to think, what do you think this year's most popular uh, Halloween costume will be? I don't know. Um, I'd probably say Jeffrey Dahmer. Really? Uh, yeah. Prob- Dahmer. Probably be a, a real big one. That's an easy out if you've got. Yeah creepy glasses and and you're it's you know, easy you know it's creepy looking oh, yeah, gotta yeah. be kind of tall and slender exactly I guess. exactly um let's see <laughs> i'm sure you probably go with something political but i don't really keep up with the with the landmarks yeah or the, or the faces that would make it a halloween costume so um, uh i'm thinking more just you know uh horror of of late um like Pennywise. yeah i mean the terrifier Terrifier uh, Two just came out i haven't seen I saw that the first yet. 10 minutes of it and it's it's already just as bloody as hell so yeah, okay. I did okay. the thing where where I tried to track it down on YouTube. Have you heard this story? Uh where uh-uh. some rogue channel just just ripped it and put it on YouTube, and the, and then they posted everywhere. They're like, "Hey, it's on YouTube right now." I have no idea how long it's going to take before they take it down. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, I was I found it and I watched about the first ten minutes of it, and I hit pause, used the restroom, came back, and it was removed. So, oh yeah. wow! But I mean. Isn't it not available for streaming now already? On, no, it, it, it's is it Hulu it's or in Netflix? It's a theater run right now, so uh, it's it's still making oh. theater money. Um, uh, I guess yeah, if this thought streaming, you could probably rent it or stream maybe, it. Maybe yeah, I'm always say for for a premium, okay. yeah, premium, yeah. But, uh, but hey, I, of what I saw, I would pay the fifteen sixteen dollars to to rent. Oh yeah, so, um, but I do have an intro to get to uh, to to, to Let's round, go, baby. To round this month out. So. Bear with me here. It's a Ryland's Choice episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Spitting the Real Shit, uh, the only weekly movie podcast made exclusively by, for, and about the online Facebook group, The Real Shit. And you are catching us on a very special day, because this is our 88th episode ever. And this also marks Ryland's Choice on week four of Fear 4. Our monthly programming all about horror movies, specifically zombies. And on the last episode, Rylan revealed that he wanted to talk about the 1992 New Zealand zombie <laughs> import, Dead Alive, a.k.a. Brain Dead, directed by the, the master, the legend, Peter Jackson. 
uh, early, early Peter Jackson yeah. we're talking here. Uh, we're going to talk about the narrative and the legacy of this film, uh, along with uh, talking about zombies uh, in the new millennium. Uh, what, what Romero and Jackson and, uh, you know, Tom Savini and all that, what, what that culminated into. Um, you know, going forward and even to the present day. Uh, we're also going to talk about a couple of reboot reviews uh, that happened this year, uh, do some uh, physical media hauls, and we're also going to be doing a round of first and favorite all about zombies. Uh, my name is Charlie Thompson, yes. founder, administrator, and bracket master of The Real Shit. And joining me, as always, is my co-host, and fellow administrator, one of Mike Dexter's boys, the midnight movie uh, maniac himself, Rylan Johnson. was going on, man? I kick ass for the Lord. Um, yeah, man, this was this is going to be a fun episode. And I don't get my choice too often. I like oh, yeah, that. Well, I like my name on the title. It, feels, it just feels so pretty special. Good, pretty good. No, um, <laughs> It's pretty good. I, I remember last year I had my choice and I chose the Burbs. Um, you know, mm. I, I, I want to reach out to my buddy John Schiller, and we want to. I want to talk burbs with my boy Ryland. So I got my choice last oh. year, and I was like, "It's only fair this year." Ryland gets his choice, and uh, yeah, he had. I gave him week four, so he had plenty of time to think about it. And I think he made a great choice. And um, yeah. yeah, I can't wait to talk about it, man. But um, but uh, first things first, uh, we talked about uh, doing a couple of reviews on some uh, on mm-hmm. some horror films that we watched during yeah. the spooky season, specifically rebooted icons uh for the new Mm -hmm. millennia for the new age for the woke generation yeah um and one of those was halloween ends the one that just came out yeah uh, it's on peacock right now for the next i want to say about 15 days guys so if you have peacock Mm -hmm. get it in uh but ryland let's start it off with you uh over under what 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 you think it 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 means a lot on this show we've had two live events for the first Mm -hmm. two um you know, we've had it was one of our first uh, meetups ever of, of twenty. Uh, was that 2020? October of twenty twenty? Twenty twenty. That's right. Uh, for for the original, you know, this is a trilogy. I think they did it. They wrapped it up in a different way. They, each film was its own thing, um, and it just it threw me off. I wasn't expecting this. It it, it, it are we going to do some spoilers in this little review or is this just a quick little what I thought of it kind um, of thing? Well, I mean, do you need to spoil the film to give your overall thoughts? No, no, I, I don't. I, I, I'd rather not yeah, to be honest because it's still pretty fresh. Um, it just, it, 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 I think it was so far off from what I thought the first two were going to, you know, how it was going to end. Right. And, and, and it, it lacked that Lori and, and Michael, you know what I thought would be the final throwdown, matchdown kind of okay. film that I wanted, um, but man, it still it still wasn't bad. I I still think it's gonna get it's gonna get mixed reviews. I think it's gonna be one of those uh, some love it, some hate it. But I still think the acting's great. I still think the the overall trilogy as a whole is still gonna hold up. Um, I just kind of wanted more out of it though, so it wasn't total letdown but it was uh it was it was enjoyable i mean i'd I'd give it like a like a c plus that sounds mediocre as fuck dog c you know b B minus i mean it's it's this i thought i thought out of of the three that the first one was the better of of all three i thought at first 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 one really got me hooked second one kind of kept me going and this one i know you loved it but no um uh, I, in my opinion, I think it was a franchise that only got better with every single chapter. 
Like, I think yeah. that, that number one, they had to do that one. It's kind of like a Batman Begins. Like, you, like you had to get it in. You had to retell the story, you know, of the of the released maniac, you know, on the loose, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, only this one, only this time there's somebody waiting for him. That's the only caveat in this new one. But everything else is pretty by yeah. the numbers. Um. But uh, but then when you get to Halloween Kills, I mean they completely switched up the game, and you know that I'm a I'm yeah. a fan of Resurrection and Rob Zombie's Halloween mm-hmm. too. So you so you uh, know uh, I you know so, I love the malleable Michael Myers. Yeah, you know, and and, and yeah. whenever they really fucking switch it up big time, that's when I start taking notice. But but if they're just telling mm-hmm. just a straight up Michael Myers story, I mean boring. I mean in my opinion, <laughs> like I've seen I've yeah. seen that story. You know, yeah. well, we, you know, in the first one, we knew they were going back to a timeline because this thing skips around so many times to where it was where they should have kept it, you know, originally from the get go instead of going off in, in so many different directions with three, four or five, whatever. Um, but it just I just did this the ending of this and, and the main the main, uh, uh, you know, villain in this and the main you know reason why this film is is pushing itself along. Yeah. I was like, ah, I get what I get what they're doing, but it seemed like they were injecting some type of other franchise. I don't want to say which one, but it seemed very teeny, you know, scream esque mixed with a with a Halloween movie right. um, to me. Um, but you know, it's like I said, it's uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is, is phenomenal. So, I think she's amazing. So, uh, I love so let her. Let me ask you a question. So. Did you think that it was going to be like a like a twenty minute brawl between Curtis and Myers? <laughs> a Mortal Kombat fight? Yes. Like you 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 looking at me straight looking at me no, straight in the no. face saying you think a like a seventy five year old woman no. is gonna. I, I I just I wanted the storyline between her her granddaughter and 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 another main character just didn't hit for me. I was like, no, I'm not. I'm not. This doesn't make. I mean, it does make sense, but then it. They, they, they throwed in a romantic tie to, to to something to it, and it and it took away from Lori's, you know, storyline or timeline to me, or, or you know, kind of took her out of out of the entire film to me. Really? Okay. Okay. Well, no, I. She's there. She's there, but it's it's really focused on another relationship. I, know, I, I think it's. I think I think the whole series is just so based in reality, you know, and, and yeah. that it's that it, it's like. Like you're waiting for that supernatural element that never really comes, you know, and and so, mm-hmm. you know, but I th- I think all these mode I think I think the f- I mean let let's I mean you're not going to spoil anything by saying the main character, there is a character in the movie that has psych- psychotic tendencies. I forget what his name is. It starts with a C. Mm-hmm. But but then uh, Laurie's Caleb. Mm, if it's Caleb, let us know uh, in the no. comments, guys, what the kid's it's name Caleb. is. But anyways. Connor, Caleb, something. Anyway, like so yeah. so this kid ends up meeting Allison, Lori's stepdaughter. And then Allison just mm-hmm. immediately becomes super fetched with this guy. Like outrageously fetched. Like, like she makes the first move, she wants to she wants to set the first date, you know, all that kind of stuff. And and, yeah. and I always thought of it as like, you know, that's her dealing with her trauma. Like she's just she's just yeah. automatically attracted to just those kinds of guys. You know, because he already has yeah, because a she wants to help I mean, him. Is... She wants to try and, you know, mm-hmm. she has this yearning to like, like I can change him. I can, you know, that like, like there can't just be evil, you know. But then, but then near the end of the movie, you start realizing that yes, it is, you know, and um, and and yes, I, I will say that that relationship 
between Alice and, and Mr. C, that was rushed. I'll say that. But yeah. everything else, everything oh, else was... I mean, I, oh, go ahead. I kept going like, she's into this creep? Like, huh? You know, I mean, but you're right. It, if you've kept up the franchise, and, and it makes sense. And it's actually it's not a bad plot line. It's not a bad way to you go. Know, if, but I just don't think the actor hit for me. I mean, Mark Wahlberg and Fear is so much better than this guy. I mean, you know what I'm saying? We, I mean, you hear me, Scott Malden? You scare me. You hear I mean, me? you can't cast Mark Wahlberg and everything, you know. So you got to, you got to get I mean, these he, kids he's, a chance. He's pulling that role off. He's got the mop haircut. You know, he's trying to, he's trying to be the the scary, creepy dude, uh, and she's she's all over him. But um, yeah, I just it took. It took a path. It definitely took a hard path to me. Oh, I, and I from, think that was from two from two. And it was intended and, and it was not awful. I just think it was it was it capped it off. OK, I wish I, you know, I kind of wanted. I wanted more. more I don't know. Punches I, in the you, face. To be honest. Uh, well, why, why not have, uh, you know, homeboy from uh, Armageddon? What's his name? You know, he came in there as a love interest to to Lori. Um more him. I mean, why do we got to throw this kid in? That's the, oh, you know, the, I want to see more of the, the Armageddon guy. guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, Will Patton. I no, mean, the, the, because, the sheriff. Come because, on, man. Because he was gutted like a freaking seniors, fish. Seniors in love. Uh, I, yeah, he shouldn't have been, though. <laughs> Again, we're steeped in reality here, Rylan. The, True. The super yeah, old, he the super old he's, guy he's, just does not. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be close to 70. Anyway, so what would you give as far as rating? Uh, we're doing our normal 10. Um, I think I'm going to give it, uh, I'm going to give this like a 6.8.8. I give it a solid 8.4. I, 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 I really enjoy this movie. The imagery, the story, the way that it ended. Mm -hmm. I, I was, I hats off to you guys. Like, like, but I'm saying if you gone, be gone. You know, like, did you notice a lack of 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 a uh, theme song? Did you notice did. that, or was it me? Was it, it? It. That's what I was missing. I think from that. Uh, well, the most. And I don't know. I don't know if you saw the the trend, but you know, the the opening credits for 2018 Halloween was the original Halloween, and if you go back and watch yeah. Halloween Kills, it's very similar to Halloween 2's opening credits, where the where the public yeah. pumpkin gets bigger. And then in Halloween, and then and then Halloween ends. That was literally the opening credits to Halloween Three: Season of the Witch. It yep. was the blue coloring, and that's kind of. I think that was you know that's been their plan all along, and and I think maybe after some time, and I revisit all three together concurrently, I'll have a little more love for it. But right now, I'm like, mm, I mean, because because I went in thinking like. This is going to be shit, but I got to get it in. But then halfway through, I'm like, man, this movie, it's yeah. really asking a bunch of questions. And and, and, I, and me watching it halfway through, I went, Charlie's going to like this a lot. Because <laughs> it was, it did, ta- it, it did take more of a, you know, thinking man's oh, absolutely. route. And, uh, it wasn't just chop, chop, stab, stab. And it made sense. It wasn't, it's not awfully written. It's not awfully uh, di- uh, directed or, or acted. It's just like, it threw me for a curve. I was like, mm, okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um. Okay, well, cool. Um, I, I know there's there's a couple other um, franchise reboots that have been done in this year. That's Scream and Hellraiser. Uh, I'm not sure if we'll ever get to those, but uh, but I definitely wanted to talk Halloween Ends with you before Fear Four. Oh yeah, was definitely. Over. Um, 
But beyond that, uh, before we get to the group news, I wanted to see if you want to talk about physical media for a little bit. So I know you're, yeah. I know you're in a satellite location right now. You're not in your usual, <laughs> not in your usual nerd cave right now. Uh, th- Where am I, Charlie? I Where am I? I wasn't sure if you brought your media with you to show off, or no. I, I you know, and and I'm actually planning on going up to the <laughs> MTC uh, this Thursday. I mean, I'm sorry, this Sunday. Uh, I'm off. Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday. So okay. I think the day before Halloween will be a good day to pop in there and, and get some new gear. But yeah, I'm I'm at the uh, I'm I'm at a, a, a remote location in Abilene, Texas. Damn Abilene, Jesus, that's a yeah. drive right there. Two hours, a little <laughs> two hour drive, no big deal. And I used to drive from Wichita Falls to Fort Worth on the regular. That's even that's longer. Tough. Um, that's like that's like over two hours. Oh, easy. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, like three almost. Yeah, that was yeah. my early twenties doing that shit. But uh, but I got a few titles this week, and I'd love to sh- I'd love to yeah, show them off. Let's see what you got. Um, so first, uh, I found this one super cheap, like six dollars at MTC. Um, I found this movie earlier this year. It's a Mc- Matthew McConaughey film, uh, directed by directed what? by William Friedkin, uh, made in the in the late two thousands, called Killer Joe. Late two thousands. Oh, and it is a fantastic. Ooh little movie uh it's very very much set in texas uh there's there's just like some mob shit going down some crazy uh corrupt cop shit going down i highly recommend it for anybody who enjoys a good just character driven story um emile hirsch of um the girl next door is in it and speed racer he Mm -hmm. plays great dina gershon is in it uh juno temple Uh, love gina gershon all all of them um and it's actually written by a guy who's very notable. His name is Tracy Letts. Um, I'm not sure if you know that name, but have no. you seen the movie Ford versus Ferrari? Oh, absolutely. Uh, the yeah. guy who plays uh, Henry Ford Jr. That okay. that yeah. guy wrote this film, and 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 he and he also wow. wrote the movie Bug with Ashley Judd. I'm not sure if you ever heard of that film. No, actually, Judd, like nineties. I uh, know, like mid two thousands. Um, it's also directed by William Friedkin, uh, and and uh, and wow. she and she gets naked in that one. So just uh, if you're looking for a if you're, look, if you're looking for a reason to watch it, um, Ashley Judd had her. Oh man, she had a heyday in in Hollywood. Man, yeah, like from the late nineties, little run, like a like a little two, three, four year old, you know, run. Then she, I think she quit. Pretty much out of nowhere. I mean, well, she is a judd. I mean, she has she has the money to kind of not have yeah, to do that, yeah. you know. Uh, but anyways, um, next movie <laughs> is uh, is a movie that I saw at MTC, and it's a movie written by Charlie Kaufman, who also wrote, you know, Being John oh. Malkovich and uh, mm-hmm. Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. But I don't know if you knew this, Ryland. Um, before doing all those, he used to be a, a comedy writer for like sitcoms with Charlie Kaufman. Okay, and so this yeah. is this is more of a, a movie to kind of give you a, an idea of, of more of the comedic nature of Charlie Kaufman. It's called Human Nature, and it stars Tim Robbins and Patricia Arquette and uh, Ricey Fonz. I, I'm, I hope I'm saying that right. Who played the sn- oh. who played the snarky older brother of Adam Sandler and um, Little Nicky? Um, oh yeah, yeah. The one who loved the peppermint schnapps. 
Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, he's in this one, and it's 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 great. It's it's about like you know trying to train cave people into being normal normal members of society, and it's it's really funny. Isn't he the, isn't he the kicker in the replacements? <laughs> he is. He's whitey. Yeah, uh, love whitey. that guy. <laughs> um, and so I love Human Nature. Highly recommend it. If you're looking for an offbeat Charlie Kaufman, that's not super sad or super yep. clever. Uh, give Human Nature a try. It's really good. Um, the next one is going to be. Uh, to add to my Nicolas Cage list, uh, it's a movie called Looking Glass. Ooh, uh, I, I heard about this. I heard Looking about this glass? film in a YouTube video defending late Nicolas Cage, saying that uh, of if if there's <laughs> ones you're gonna watch, this is probably one you should watch. And it stars Robin Tunney uh, of Empire Records and End of Days fame. Uh, she's also in The Craft. Uh, Robin Tunney, and they're they're a married couple, and they have to uh-huh. move into this hotel, and then oh. strange things start happening at the hotel. Um, uh, oh, what God. year? Uh, let's see, twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. Looks awful. But man, it's got oh, a slipcase and everything. Like, like they can really spend some money ooh. on this thing. Uh, next, man, I, I got I got a few titles here. Um, man, next, you got some stuff. I, I'm, I'm proud to say that I have my favorite. Tom Selleck movie now in my collection, and it is. Can I guess? Nope. Quickly down. No, under? that's that's Quickly number two, <laughs> but number one is easily oh. an innocent man. It's. Have you seen this one? Yeah, uh, solid. I love this film. Yep. It's just about a, a wrongfully convicted guy hey, hey, hey. Uh, and just his journey. Uh, yep. I think it's so good. I, I have, I've always defended this film, like, and I, I know I know Tom Selleck's career. <laughs> You know, as a movie star, was very short lived, but man, I, Quigley yeah, and Innocent yeah. Man, I think those are both a couple of bangers. It, dude, I mean, mine was Quigley and then Mister Three Thousand, or not Mister Three Thousand. That's yeah, that's Bernie Mac. No, that that Mr. was the Bernie Baseball. Mac one. <laughs> he played a Mister Baseball. We played I knew Japanese it was a Mr. Baseball. Thing. Yeah, but I did remember that Mister Three Thousand right. was Bernie right. Mac. <laughs> I got two more titles that I bought. Uh, yeah. One, I, I wanted to make sure that I gave my my new releases a try, so I brought I got the brand new David Cronenberg film, Crimes of the Future. Uh, from from what they say, mm. it's it's Cronenberg going back mm. to his old body horror days, like he's yeah. Of I want to watch that with you. <laughs> yeah, and it's I got to come over one night and bring some got, popcorn. It's got Vigo in it. I mean, you love Vigo, you know so. Let, let's let's just plan our, one of our next shows. I'll come over. We'll watch that. Then we'll Bucky do the show. Cronenberg, baby. We'll just do it you about know, and, that. Uh, movie. My last uh, piece of media that I bought today or this week, I told myself I wasn't going to do any Criterion. They're too expensive. Like you just you have you have enough. Um, but but you man, did. I've been watching this Twin Peaks uh, story. I'm, I'm not sure if you you ever dipped into Twin Peaks, but. No, but I know how good it, I've heard. It's amazing, and yeah, I remember you talking yeah. to to. Uh, and I watched. Uh, last Criterion, you were talking about Twin and, Peaks. Uh, Twin Peaks. And so I watched the show. I watched the movie, and I'm currently in the Showtime uh, reboot of the show, which is outrageous. And so I'm up David Lynch's ass right now. And so I saw that they had just released yeah. Lost Highway on Criterion, and so mm-hmm. I could not help myself. I was like, man, this is a stellar soul. Stellar David Lynch Lost Highway. If you haven't seen it, if if Wild at Heart is early '90s Lynch, this is definitely the evolution yeah. of Lynch in late yes. '90s. Yeah. Um, 
Oh, wild at heart. I need to re. I need to re. So I need to watch that. But again. yeah, that's that is all that I got, which is probably too much, anyways. Ooh. Um, Epic. Man, I loved it. Epic. I, whenever what I was getting them, I was like, I can't huh? wait to show this one off. Did you sneak those oh, past no, the no. wife? And what? I, I had my own little budget set aside for it. You know, I'm like, okay, uh-huh. give me uh-huh. give me seventy five dollars a week, and yep. that's right. Yep. That's right. Me I might spend it on a burger. I might spend it on this. But if I'm a good boy, and at hey. the end of the week I have seventy five dollars. I can go. I can go run amok at the MTC. You know, that's the, that's not adulting shit. They don't tell you about it. <laughs> <laughs> run amok. I, I love that. You know, they they have to. You know what they're really good at is sending you those text messages every month. Oh. Hey, come on so in, the, boys. The water is fine. Yeah. You know, two for one. You know, buy three get one well, free. Kind of shit. I love it. Uh, October. Man, they they deck yeah, that thing yeah, out. This month. I loved it. I thought it was so good. I love it. It's it, October is a fun month. I mean, I love I love the 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 the, the mm-hmm. employees' picks. You know, uh, on each little you know a uh, 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 end cap, you'll see Brad and yeah. Stacy's yeah. and you know Charles picks. Dylan, Dylan really oh, fucking yeah. likes. Twenty eight days later, twenty eight weeks later, twenty eight years. But you, but you got to be looking at the staff picks and kind of flexing on the inside, being like, seen it, seen it seen it yeah, or you're like no i like it. i look at it and go this shows you as a person and i'm like who am i gonna fucks with i'm fucking with yeah you. i'm fucking Brad's with brad brad like brad like i get you dylan you're a little younger than me makes sense but brad me and brad we're that's gonna, right we're that's gonna right where's brad guys. at i want him to ring me up or hey, patricia exactly. or whoever's whoever got some yeah, good staff whoever, picks but um Yes. But uh, but yeah, if if we're done with the media hall, I, I would love to talk about the group for a minute, guys. And uh, let's uh, go to this video. Yeah, man. Yes, um, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying my best at intercutting little videos for our podcast on, on a live yeah, format. No, cool. So if, if the, uh, the audio didn't turn out properly, I apologize guys. But, um, but yeah, so, uh, that's, that's, that's kind of the evolution of the show anyways. Um, at, at, at some point I'll probably just be doing cutaways constantly. Uh, but, uh, but at this point yeah. we're just kind of feeling it out. Um, but yeah, so talking about the group here, guys, uh, we are near the end of the seventies horror bracket and we have reached our final four. The first match popped off today as we speak. Uh, and the first match was Jaws versus Carrie. And it's kind of neck and neck. If I'm, if I can tell the truth, um, I'm rooting for Carrie, but for something in the back of my mind says that. Those last few votes are going to be Jaws votes, and that that's what's going to kick it over, you know. So, but it, it, that's a tough vote because some people think you know Jaws is is more thriller, more suspense than than true horror, which you know I can I can argue with. But uh, God dang, I don't think that I don't think many films have scared more people than Jaws have. So, I mean, that's kind of the point of horror is to to leave you petrified and scared and. That's, that's the reason. Right, right. Films, I mean, right? but again, it's like just because IMDb labeled it a thriller, I mean, doesn't mm-hmm. mean that it can't be a yeah. horror. I mean, there are horror elements. Yeah. 
Or it's just not your stereotypical gory, bloody person coming after another right. person or whatever it is. You know, it's still... Oh, it's, uh, but yeah, the other match greatness. starting tomorrow, uh, as, the, as of the recording of this podcast, uh, there are two very, very much horror films, and that's Dawn of the Dead, which we talked about a couple weeks ago with Matthew Smith. Uh, Let's go, and, then, and it's taking on The Exorcist from 73. Again, directed by William Friedkin. That's the third <sighs> William Friedkin reference we've had. Dude, it's the Friedkin episode. Um, <laughs> um, no, but, you know, I, 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 wanna, I want Don to be the, 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 the fucking, you know, the metal vote, the stallion that goes through to the final. But how can you beat The Exorcist? It's so good. It's so... Mm-hmm. Top tier. Sorry, <laughs> you know I don't think it's I don't think it's got enough juice. Man, you know um, I guess time will tell. But uh, but yeah, th- there's a lot of people saying that Carrie's going to win it. A lot of people saying Exorcist is going to win it. But there's not a whole lot of people saying that Dawn or Jaws is going to win it. But I think that I think that Jaws would have a great place in the in the bracket of champions. You know. Well, and Dawn too. I mean, it's start. I mean, we've been talking about it all month. Uh, this is, I think, the best of this this you know this Romero franchise, and 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 it's sparked all of this zombie <laughs> stuff, and I love zombies. I Agreed. Love them. Agreed. Um, great. But uh, so, do you have a a winner? Do you have do you have somebody you think is going to win this bracket? You know the the true now now that I'm a little bit more wiser in my film critic ways, I think The Exorcist is the best film out of all. You know what we're talking yeah. about seventies horror really nails it all around exorcist to me i jaws is like i said it's on my wall it's probably it's in, you know it's in my top 10 it's it's amazing i love no is it in my yeah it is in my top 10 um but i don't i i, I really think this group is is gonna pick like a carry i think I, I think that's if it can get through jaws it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna get through the next so if carry beats jaws it'll it'll go through and finish off that's, that's what i'm saying maybe. like if you can get know. through jaws I mean, you should be unstoppable by that, mm-hmm. you know. Because um, I think that you know the, the the Exorcist at the time, the religion-based horror was just insanely scary. But we've we've you know that we've our horror genre is really really right. And plus, it was it was so. based on a book that was very popular, you know, at the time. And so yeah, it, it like it already had super popularity whenever the movie came out. But Dawn, I mean, it had ten mm-hmm. years. Of like waiting for it, you know, and then it finally happened, and then it yeah, was just yeah, yeah. ten times better than anybody expected it was going to be, and so, so uh, but so yeah, they they have a lot going for them. So um, I personally think, and I'm hoping that Carrie's going to win this whole thing. I would love to see Carrie play in the next bracket of champions. I think that'd be so cool to get the crown for Carrie. Um, yeah, but really, I, I've always, I personally, I've always found Carrie not the oh, most rewatchable. That's too bad. It's it. it 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 it's it it just I don't know I, I it's not on my like uh, October okay. must watch list maybe I should revisit it it's been a few years maybe I should maybe I should revisit it you know yes maybe, maybe uh, it's time I mean there's a lot of nuance in the first two acts and they're laying a lot of groundwork mm-hmm. but the, I mean but of course you know that third act is just so good um but but yeah. really any any of these four movies would I would be happy to have in the bracket of champions oh yeah great great I think great final four i mean this i is, think these this voters the did a great dogs. job whittling this thing down and um and yeah uh, i'm excited to crown a new champion but then right after that next month i just announced that today on the real shit that we're doing the teen comedy bracket 
on the next bracket in November of 2022. And I'm talking, I'm running the <laughs> gamut. There's no time period thing. If it's if it's teen comedies, it gets in, you know. But again, we're 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 getting into a murky area, like there's, you know, like there's and there's a lot. lot lots lots that you could label a teen comedy, like um like Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. Could Back to the Future be a teen comedy? I mean, it's dealing with prom. It's dealing with yeah, you know, I, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's coming of age ish kind of kind of. I mean, of, it takes you know, place. It's just got such a you know high, heavy sci fi thing, but so does uh, Weird Science, and so does mm-hmm. uh, other films. So it's it's pretty broad. I mean, not broad, but it's it's there's a lot to choose. You know, and then so also like what constitutes one. a comedy? How what's the percentage of drama versus comedy? Mm-hmm. You know, what's the percentage of being in school yep. versus? You know, hanging out with your friends. You know, like <laughs> what constitutes a, a teen comedy? I would love to explore it before the before the bracket drops. Uh, so I'll be making a couple of posts throughout yeah. November. Uh, I want to say that I'm going to do the preview probably third week of November, and then the bracket uh, starts in the last week. Uh, give me give me some time to recoup from this last bracket, and then also get it and, and get a couple yeah, podcast yeah, yeah. episodes in as well. You know, so. But yeah, that's that's For my sure. next month, guys. Looking forward to that. Um, but I also have after that, I think I have the rest of my brackets figured out until we get to the bracket of champions. Uh, I'll save that info for next. For next, you know, I, I, I've already I'm already unloading so much info on this one. Um, so yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Little, you can't give it all away. Right little one go, but Charles. I'm 99 percent sure this is the path that I want to take to the bracket of champions. So, stay tuned to the page uh, for any any new news about uh, about the brackets and the group and uh, the live shows and the podcasts. Uh, that's going to be your main hub, guys. So if you're watching this on YouTube and you're not a member of the real shit, uh, thank you. I, <laughs> I really appreciate it. But uh, but a lot of the context comes from the page itself so uh so yeah so head on over to facebook.com uh and uh, type in uh, the real shit with an exclamation point and uh you should be able to find us so um but yeah uh, other than that guys uh i wanted to see if you wanted to play a game with me rylan on this last week of fear four let's play a game you know i love games and we have agreed that uh, we're gonna we're gonna do an oldie but a goodie on the last week of Fear Four, and we're going to be doing yeah. uh, the first and favorite. Uh, first and favorite's been a, yep. a mainstay in the real shit on the page and on the podcast, yep. and I wanted to kind of put a little zombie sheen on it. So I told Ryland, uh, first time you remember anything zombie, anything undead, anything coming at you, a dead corpse walking towards you, uh, that would be your first, and then also. Your favorite being whatever your favorite piece of zombie media is. It could be it could be a movie, it could be a TV yep. show, it could be a commercial, it could be anything. Uh, but I want to hear it, uh, and I'll start with you, Ryland. What is your first and favorite, according to zombies? So, I I, I was lucky enough to have like I've said many a times on the show some cousins that were two three years older. And this is the, the 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 blockbuster rental era, the the VHS era, and they had their hands on. Uh, Return of the Living Dead, the '85, you know, classic. That in Tar Man, the, the, they call him Tar Man. The, oh yeah, you know the one that's really slimy. You know, he's pretty. You know, he's just oil. Pretty yeah, much yeah. the, the, oh, the yeah. zombie to remember from that movie. Um, <clears throat> just just burned in my head as a youngster. I was probably six, five, six. I I was so intrigued and so 
I would try if I if they told me you can't watch this, I was gonna okay. find a way to okay. watch yeah. it. Yeah. You know, I'd act like I was asleep. I'd act like I was asleep and then sneak into my cousin's room and crawl yeah. like army crawl. And just and just kinda like I would I would lay next to the bed. They wouldn't even know I was in there and I'd be watching Nine of, Return of the Living Dead and, and seeing Tar Man and just shit in my <laughs> pants. Nobody knew I was there. I was that kid. I was so intrigued by these movies. So that was my first. And to be honest, if, if you want to throw, and I hate to throw a TV show in, but the most intriguing and the most I've ever been into the the zombie world or the, the zombie as a character or zombie as yeah. a villain, whatever you want to call it, was The Walking Dead. The first, I'd say I probably was, you know, first four to five seasons I okay. was in. Like, I mean, I was, and it, what was funny is I, I loved it because The Walking Dead came on and then uh, Comic Book Man was on after that. And I loved that nerdy sure. Comic Book Men show that, you know, the Kevin Smith, oh, yeah. the Kevin Smith clan, where they just pretty much talk about comic books. But that whole hour and a half, two hour block on a Sunday night, man, nothing was better than that for me for, for three or four years. I mean, the, the character development in Walking Dead, the first you know, four or five seasons to me are. So, uh, so you are one that did eventually drop off. I, um, I, I am one as well. I want to say I did about four seasons. And then I want to say when I saw the governor running through the the fence with a tank and then I I saw Herschel (laughs) die and I'm like, this show is fucked. Like, Mm -hmm. like I'm, I'm done. I'm done. (laughs) Man, fucking when Herschel went down, I was like, nah, you know, dude, that's my dog. I just can't. I couldn't do it anymore. You know, you know? I, uh, and I, I watched the first episode of season five, and then. But you know, if you really boil it down, if the first true, truly the first three seasons, I mean, well, wow, you know, it just it just keeps getting in each season progressively is worse, and then they keep it's just too much. There's too many characters. There's too much to chew on. It keeps regurgitating the same type of scenarios. But to be honest, at the time, you know. uh, Nicotero on on there that the the amount of work and 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 you know passion put into that first few few seasons because it was a huge comic book but not not the you know the, the normal person didn't know anything about The Walking Dead and it was massively successful I mean the numbers that show was getting and and when it you know first four or five years of I mean, there's still crazy. like a a recap show after it's the first airing yeah. like it's stupid uh, yeah. I mean, like it's that's how honed in the show is. But um, mm-hmm. so, but so, so you agree that the show is no good now? Are you are you one of those? No, I it it's just it just ran its course for me, and and I and I, I'll you know if it's it just becomes repetitive to me, I'm 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 usually out. It it, it it I don't know if it was direction or budget, but it just it lost its its core characters to me that were really good actors, and it kind of. It went to to me like you could just tell it was to me it's quality of acting because it's it's zombies and it's the apocalypse and it's not a normal scenario. So if, if you can't, ninety percent of the show is acting. It's people think it's some action packed thing. Yeah, there's some suspenseful moments, but it's really a character piece and it's right. all about the characters. So once once the actors started dying oh, yeah. off, the good ones, and they're replacing them with mm, we can pay this guy way less, you know, because because they're they're new exactly. and nobody knows who they are. So. It just progressively got to me. No, no, yeah, I, it, I, I think it's a dog shit show. Like, and I, I remember back in 2010 telling my buddy, like, why would you make a zombie TV show? Like, like the point. Like, we'll just keep it short. You know, it'd be great to really, really have a, a just a four to five <laughs> season block. Six, you know, keep it, 
you know, peek it and let well, it go. Well, I mean, I always thought course. that the point of the zombie film is that you understand that the end game is that everybody dies. You know, like, yeah, like why would end. you follow these people all the way down this rabbit hole? Like, yeah. and just and just prolonging the inevitable. Like, like just let them ride in the sunset and be done with it. You know, like, like why would you show that much longevity well, you, of the life? Gotta, like, it, it never made sense to me. Yeah. You know, you have to have an end all. It's either the, you know, the, the, the good or bad. They're either on an island chilling or they're everybody's dead. But, you know, if it was a solid cast and they could keep the whole cast together for four or five seasons and cap it off, it probably yeah. would have been amazing. It is just, but I mean, what I understand, we are the minority. We're the minority Money, of this. Baby. So All there's plenty money. of people out there that watch that show every single week. And oh, they milk, they've milked it clean and dry though. It's, it's, but, but that's the sad thing to me as well. That it, it, I think it ruined zombies for a while. Cause we were just zombie heavy as fuck. Like come, come. Oh yeah. Nine, 10, 12. And, yeah, hold on. I mean, it, it was just everything, you know? So now we're seeing the after, after, uh, you Over know, saturation. of, yeah. But then again, you know, but but then again, you see some Korean films that come out and they're, you know, they're like, no, you just, you know, let us let us try a different take on it, a different spin. And, and people are, are it's always going to be mm-hmm. a, a genre. Never got to zombies. is why we dedicated the whole fucking month to it, you know, <laughs> whole month, dude. And it, and it was just it's been so easy to talk about because they're there's they're, they're oh, on so absolutely. many different levels. Um, but getting to my first and favorite, um, I guess I want to say the first time I remember anything of the undead it was probably that scene in hocus pocus where uh he oh. where she rose that dude from yeah uh, i forget what his name mouth, is and yeah. uh, i'm sure there's somebody out there who's listening yeah. who knows that name if you do know the name uh, sound off in the comments <laughs> what is that guy's name who's whose mouth is stitched shut um uh, who was the the former lover of uh, winifred anyways uh, that was the first piece of a zombie anything, you know, the coming out of the ground and, you know, zombies. Uh, but I guess the first zombie movie um, was My Boyfriend's Back, back in 93, 94. Uh, it's a little, ch- little cheeky oh, comedy yeah. about, you know, a, you know, a guy wanting to take a girl to the prom but then dies. So then he becomes a mm-hmm. zombie and he's still able to take her to the prom. It's it's the, the goofiest fucking premise. Um, but, yeah, that was probably my first <laughs> zombie was My Boyfriend's Back. Um, but I gotta say, my favorite, um, it's probably the one we're, we're, we're talking about tonight. Um, it was, it was wow. such a breath of fresh air, but, um, but it, it had both elements, both, both fast and kind of slow zombies. And it was just, it was so funny. Like it uh-huh. had just such, such side gags. We'll, we'll talk about it here in a little bit, but, yeah. uh, but yeah, that, I gotta say yeah. that's, that's probably my favorite piece of zombie lore is the, is that New Zealand dead alive zombie um but yeah that, that's it guys that that we're, we're drawing a line in the sand this is what we fuck with you know as far as zombies <laughs> go uh so so apparently so apparently yeah, we're, we're big on the light-hearted uh zombie fair you know uh, return of the living dead and you know i mean walking dead you know say what you will about it there's funny parts in there um you know i mean on a long oh, enough yeah, timeline yeah. You, you gotta laugh every once in a while I mean, there's in every zombie movie. You look at even Romero's got a lot of humor in his films. It's, it's the apocalypse, and there's these weird droney things coming at you. There's gonna be a few. Yeah, we're humans, you know. I'm gonna laugh when you, you know, chuck a grenade, Charlie, and and hit a guy square in the mouth. Pop. 
head explodes. Gotta love it. Three Gotta points, love it. baby. Um, but thank you for playing uh, First and Favorite with me, man. Um, but uh, really, yeah, I mean, this thing has been going pretty smooth tonight. I know the Nicole episode, there's a lot of uh, audio issues, and we're having, we're having to stop and go, stop yeah, and go. Yeah, yeah. But, man. That's why, you know, that I, I, we had to bring it back, guys. To, we have to, every now and then, me and Charles have to unify. We ha- I have to, I have to, you know, Neo has to go into the architect's, you know, layer. And it's just me and chop him. it up. And we got to have our little zen. We got to have our moment. You know, chop it up, get that vibe, get that 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 tempo. You know, you know it's like anything else. You know, we're a duo. That's we gotta, how we, we got to. That's how we discovered it. That's why other. people want to come on this show. You know, um, but, Man, uh, but but again, uh, seeing as how we're on the people coming on the show, I want to give a big thanks to all of our Fear Four guests. Um, oh yeah, uh, Sean yes. Sean McCord of the Super Serious Man. Movie Club Gang. Thank you so much, uh, Matthew Smith. You're so fucking knowledgeable. I love talking to you one more time. Making history with your fourth appearance on Fear Four, and then four Fear Four Fear Fear the four time Matt Smith. Fear and then of course Nicole Highness. Uh, uh, Nicole Highness is one of the few mutual friends that me and Ryland have, and we can all we can kind of share a bond. So it's just so easy for us to talk she, uh, to each other, and so you know. We we love you know we we I know we're a bunch of you know, do bro film bros, we you know we love the female perspective. She's been amazing. She's a three time three timer now three time, uh you know so she's up there. She's got her three jackets, who gold gives jacket, a shit. green jacket. Who gives a shit? Um, and she's always great and and super high energy and uh, and those shows are always fun. And then you get to I get a finally a Ryland's choice. We haven't had a midnight movie maniac episode in a while. It's been May. Uh, yeah. you know so. You know, it's it, we got. I can, I can, I can smell Cage's man musk. It's coming around the corner. Or stepping into the Cage episode it's coming up. It's happening. Um, and, and and I know Charlie is a big uh, Thanksgiving guy. So we'll we'll do. We may not do a Thanksgiving show, but you know, the week before, after, whoever, a week of. We'll if the cards out. are right, um, the cards are right. If they're not, you know, they're not. I, you know. Uh, last year's plane, trains, and automobiles made me feel. Well, I know all that. Good um, did you want to announce what episode 89 is going to be? Uh, we are going yeah. to be doing, uh, we're going to keep our, our series of the decade-long double feature in motion. We did the 60s double feature, yep. we did the 70s double feature, and seeing as how this is episode 89, this is literally our last chance to get it in. So we're doing our, 19, our 1980s double feature on our next episode. It might not be next week, but it oh. will be our next episode. And... Um, which is, I feel like our, you know, maybe maybe nineties will be a little tougher for us, but man, talk about how are we going to talk? What what films are we going to choose? Well, we always, well, we always like want to choose like slice of life films, kind of show in the background, like how technology was back in those yeah. days, and you know what they relied on communication wise, logistically. I love those things about movies. Um, and so oh, I would yeah. love to explore oh, those yeah. kinds of movies. I mean, I mean, we can do Ghostbusters and, and fucking, you know, all those other <laughs> 80s films. But but well, we, let's we, explore something a little deeper cut, you know? There, yeah, the, uh, trust <sighs> me. There's some things on the on this list that um, I remember watching at a young age that, that were a little more artistic and more deep and, and really stuck with me. So it's usually the later 80s, you know, 88, 89. But there's some, there's some really deep cuts for for me as a kid that uh these movies stuck with me and 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 really made me love cinema just as much they didn't have to have slimer and and uh indiana jones cracking a whip for me to 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 be uh entertained and and also be 
it just engaged in a movie at a you very know, because, young age. Because uh, the '60s double feature, we did one from '61, and then we did one from '69. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love, and the trend, I love that. And we the trend stayed with to... '70s, and so I mean, there's a couple of mm-hmm. traps there because because Raiders of the Lost Ark came out in '81, and Bill and Ted came out in '89. <laughs> it could be an it could be a super easy Done. double feature, but I don't think we're going to go that route. No, I I I'd like to because we've we've talked plenty of um you know of 80s you know the the spielbergs the big ones but uh, like i said i've kind of gotten more intrigued by watching things that are off the radar oh, yeah, dude. hell so, yeah so go. uh but literally we only have one more thing we have to do before we leave here tonight and that is we got to talk about the last <laughs> movie of the fear four zombie collection this month and that is 1992's peter jackson film dead alive and here is the trailer guys on this picturesque block in this manicured home something evil Something terrifying, something horrifying, is haunting Lionel. His mother. I thought I told you to spray this house. The place is infested with vermin. Although she was a little strict. Look at this dust. It's an intrinsic. He never wished her any harm. You look after me. Until... Your mother's dead, Lionel. Now, whatever mom's got... Where's your mother? ...has caught on with the neighbors. She's been bitten! You know what that means? You can pray. I kick ass for the Lord! You can plead. You can beg for mercy. Help! Someone! But nothing you can do will stop you. Because how do you kill something that's already dead? Primark Pictures presents a modern masterpiece of horror. Your mother ain't my dog! Dead alive. Party's over. So that is Dead Alive, guys. Man, I I want to say I've seen this movie about fifteen times, probably, and that's a real that's a realistic number. Oh man! Um, but uh, so that means you're the expert on this. I've seen it. Oh, this will man. be my yeah, third time. Um, but but I but I love it. I mean, that's but like I said, choice, I've, so. I've I've mentioned this story a couple times where I was at Walmart late night and I was looking at the five dollar bin. And they just happened to have a copy of Dead Alive for $5. And I, I thought the cover was just so intriguing. And then there was that critic's quote that said, the goriest movie of all time. And I was like, I got five bucks, you know. And so I went ahead and made the deal. And I, I, I didn't watch it that night, but I watched it the next day. And I remember I was dating my wife, uh, the woman who would be my wife at the time. And I remember she had to go to work. And so she went to work. Uh, and I... I put the movie on a couple hours later 
And then near the end of the movie, she came home for lunch. And she saw what I was watching and she was like, what the fuck are you watching? And I was like, this is, I was like, this is the most yeah, badass I mean, movie I've ever seen in my it, life. It's, it depends on which half you're watching. You know, I mean, the first half, you can get by. There's plenty of filler in there. But then you get, well, last yeah. third, I guess. It's so fucking batshit bonkers that this thing, this film is so lopsided. It's, it is. <laughs> it is. Um, you know, because it, 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 I, I forget the the premise of it because it's just everything else over, over, over. So uh, when was the first time you saw this film? It was, I remember, I remember it was in college, so probably like early two thousands, um, when I you know, obviously uh, Peter Jackson became world renowned right. Peter Jackson because he was gotcha. doing Lord of the Rings. So I caught wind of they're like, oh, oh, he's this crazy, and even the Frighteners, um, uh, ninety eight, I believe yeah. that came out. Didn't know who Peter Jackson was. Didn't know of uh, Dead Alive, but I I always I remember watching Frighteners being like, man, this is a really good movie. Like, didn't get great reviews. I don't think you know mm. it was its own little thing. But I remember going, damn, that's a that's oh, a good yeah. movie. Something about it, you know. Obviously, having a Peter Jackson director at the time, um, mm. uh, mm-hmm. he's just great. But yeah, I caught it. I caught it once. Um, he became the right. Peter Jackson, okay. I guess people would um. say. Because I, I I I love the guy and I love Lord of the Rings. And I think he's amazing, but like, how did it, how did that jump happen? And then all of a sudden he was just, Oh, uh, you know, it, I feel like he, he went, he went from like, he went to James Cameron almost status oh. real quick. Well, I mean, just the movie made <laughs> deservingly, but, but you know, I mean, Lord of the Rings trilogy, the original is crazy good. I mean, unreal, but I'm like, damn, that's a huge, outrageous huge step. Yeah. From Frighteners to Lord of the Rings. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. it's huge, you know. So, um I guess um I don't know. I uh did Yeah, like how did you catch wind of it cuz we we've said it's it's the poster or the, I'm sorry, the VHS cover of the Yeah. the mouth with the, oh, the skull coming I'm out. Telling, it's, I'm it's telling terrifying you about looking, it. but it it really has it has I'm I'm, I'm telling you I, I picked up this movie and I I literally just bought it because of the cover and it was cheap enough. And I was trying to build my yep. collection anyways. This looked like, this. Look, if anything, it would look cool on my shelf, you know. Um, exactly. If I, if I find that VHS, oh I'm going to shit my pants. I um, love that. But, uh, but then it was just after Can't the fact. Wait. I remember what, look, looking at the liner notes and being like, holy shit. Peter Jackson directed this? Um, and, and, and so then, of course, I got my, you know, my chops up on Peter Jackson. Um, but I don't know if you knew this. Yeah, yeah. But did you know that Peter Jackson almost got to write the fifth Nightmare on Elm Street movie? Oh, man. No. Like, it was it was an early pitch before the Dream Child became a thing to where wow. he, he was pitching that he wanted Freddy to be, like, old. Like, like the town had become, like, the town from Freddy vs. Jason where they ignored him. And he, and he was living in hell, and he'd just be yeah. got, gotten so old. And so whenever he tried to attack people in the dream world, he was he had like bad knees and shit. And um, and and and, 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 and you know, and then dealing no with that, like like how does one emote? I am a nightmare ghoul that can't hack it anymore. <laughs> I'm like, what a great, I mean, what a great a character premise. study of a horror icon. But ultimately, they went with the idea yeah. of the dream child. Uh, but 
Fred, Freddy's just in hell right, playing just bingo. Waiting, just waiting. <laughs> um, just hanging out whoever, with his buddies, you know, play a little, play a yeah. little Sunday golf. And he just, he just has like a Rambo moment. He's like, I got to do this shit again. Well, I, 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 Peter Jackson, he's just, he's gifted. He, he can't make anything well, bad. It's just, he's, he's just good. Well, they said he's that that was the, the groundwork for keeping in touch with Peter Jackson, New Line Cinema. When it, so whenever New Line Cinema got the rights to Lord of the Rings and they were trying to make this gigantic trilogy, you know, they were like, who do we get, who do we have on payroll or who, or who can we get that we, that we trust to do three yep. epic movies we're going to, that we're going to pump like a hundred million dollars each into, you know, and it's like, and that's how he made his name is, is just working with new line. And cause Frighteners was a new line cinema release. And so, yeah. And, and, and I know he has, a, you know, ton, you know, with Frighteners, especially with the CGI and all the aspects, but man, that's a huge, huge, uh, leap of faith for new line cinema to, to and he fucking knocked it, to put it out in, of the in, park in control, but you know, yeah. And, oh uh, God. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it's proven. You can see it, and I mean, yes, we got to talk about that um, live. It's you can see it. it, it originally, it just I'm sorry, immediately in the in the, the cinematography and the <laughs> in the the way Peter Jackson moves his camera and his, everything he does, you're like, this is a there's a, a artist touch to this film. Agreed, even though it's agreed. Goofy as well. um, so, do you, do you have the numbers on this film? Do you know uh, what uh, what it, I do? What it did? Yeah, um, and. and I, I, I really couldn't I couldn't get a concrete answer on what its gross was. Its budget was three million. I mean, there was a lot of this is ninety two. So every penny of that three million know, is uh, on the screen there. That's crazy. Art, yeah. Exactly. Makeup artists, uh, uh, the amount of gore and just latex and mm -hmm. all the bullshit the they must have used blood. <laughs> for this film is my is mind boggling. Three hundred gallons Jesus. is what I have written down. What was the take? Um, you know, talking about a swing swing pool, gross. What I what I'm getting from is it took about a quarter million of the three million in initially. I mean, because it did not have any traction that for sucks. a long time. It, it it did not hit any type of DVD sales or anything until maybe Jackson had caught some steam with with Lord of the Rings. So I'm sure it's gotten its money back over the time through DVD sales, but it 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 didn't even gross. You know. Do the math. A, a, a I didn't even know budget, that. So. I, did, I, I thought it. Was, I thought it was going to be a banger, out the gate. You know. No, I mean, and also you know, a New Zealander, you know, a director, and it. it this is it. It is oh, dubbed. Oh, I mean, it correct. clearly has I mean, some kind of. Well, I mean, I, I think the audio track is just kind of it, worn down. Is it that? I, I couldn't. I, I was going to ask you. I was like, this is dubbed, right? Because there's certain points where I'm like, this looks terrible with no the, i, I, the I think it was just done old school on the film and then you they know, had the, to do an audio track okay, and then okay I, I think i think i think uh, just the sync on the audio yeah. track it wasn't a hundred percent that they couldn't do like four or five passes of it to make it like a like a marvel movie but yeah, yeah they, they were able to line it up properly you know i i figured it though by 92 though that wouldn't be an issue but oh 92 they were still was, using they were still using uh, film reels yeah absolutely. yeah yeah uh, I, yeah. I want to say probably like Sky Captain, like 07 is probably when they started doing like films, films. I like how we use Sky, Sky Captain as a Well, I'm time, just giving you an idea. Just give you an idea. Like, uh, like a little, like mid to oh, late 2000s it. is whenever people started switching from, 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 that was I the did. first attempt at like a, like a digital film. Um, it's, it's kind of in the same era as exactly, the spirit. Exactly. And um, 
I mean, like, like Sin City was was captured on film, you oh. know, and so it's yeah. so, right. It's it, crazy? What they did with it, it's crazy. Um, and so, yeah. So, I mean, there is an art form to it. I mean, that's what separates a good filmmaker from a bad filmmaker, you know, and Peter Jackson definitely shows yeah. how, how naturally good he is in this film. Not naturally. There's swooping shots. There's just there's things in this slapstick which you would think would be a B movie, but it's just like, I mean, wait, what? I mean, like the way he sets the scene, the where the camera is, the way the actors are acting, everything is mm-hmm. just so well done. He knows what he's doing. He's he's really Absolutely. really good at his job. Um, so I guess we'll go into the movie. Um, so the so the so the, the yeah, story of the movie is about this young man named Lionel, who has a very overbearing mother, very psycho esque type of situation. Um, and they live on a house on a hill. How about that? Um, and um, mm-hmm. and so he's he's just devoted to his mother. Just make sure that his mother has everything she needs, and that's pretty much his life. You know, taking care of the house, taking care of her. Uh, but the other side story is that there is a a lady who runs like a little local corner store named uh, Paquita, and she's a woman that's looking for love. And uh, when when her grandmother finds out that's her intent. She sits her down for some tarot card reading and she finds out that the man that she's looking for is like a hero, you know, it's, but, but it's, but it's not necessarily the guy that she wants, but that's the guy that she's going supposed to end up with. Yeah. And, and there's supposed to be significant markings along the way to find who this person is. And, uh, and then the next thing, you know, Lionel walks in looking for some groceries for his mom and some, I forget what happened. Some pencils fall out of a pencil holder and yeah. it, it creates it creates this star Something. pattern on the desk, and this Paquita chick mm-hmm. sees this as like the omen that she's looking for. That this is the guy that she's supposed is, to yeah. be with. And so I want to say thirty seconds before that moment, she was disgusted by Lionel. But then as soon as she had this revelation, she was all over Lionel, like she could not get away from this dude. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then of course, you know, like as a viewer, you're like, oh shit, how is the mom going to feel about this? You know? Um, and so, and so he's having to do a little, you know, sneaking around to be able to have some fun with, with, uh, Paquita. And so, and one of their first dates they yep. go on is they go to the zoo. Oh yeah. Oh so yeah. So, so, so <laughs> now to backtrack to the very first scene of the movie is the very first scene of the movie is taken on like a remote island, which which fun fact is called Skull Island. Uh, it's kind of like a Skull tribute island. to King yeah, Kong, yeah, yeah. Uh, which which yeah, yeah, Peter totally. Jackson later later went on to make himself. Um, and and the story of of this uh, I guess New Zealander who's trying to grab this rare monkey, and uh, it's 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 a it's a huge task to be able to get this monkey from the from the hills down to the car and out of the country. Yeah. And um and he's 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 enlisted the the help of a couple of like local people to help him get this monkey. And but and the local people they understand the the legacy of this monkey. And they the, the, and they know that if the monkey scratches you or bites you in any way shape or form like you are already fucked. Like it's our it's already over. Yeah, yeah. And so like they they make this huge journey from the top to the bottom. And uh, and they finally are like, um, uh, no, no, I'm sorry. Uh, they're, they're what happens in it? Uh, they, they, they get to the bottom. A skull island, a skull and island. then 
what is it the the, the natives like with, yeah, with yeah, their bows yeah yeah pretty much yeah. Uh, the, the natives with their bow yeah. staffs they try to stop them and then on while they're trying to run away from them the monkey gets gets i forget like he's able to bite the guy through the cage and so he gets his arms mm-hmm. and then he gets his forehead and then the second these locals see that he's been he's been scratched by this monkey they don't they don't just even think they just out. grab this fucking machete cut his yeah. freaking arms off cut his head off and then that's the beginning of the movie is just decapitation yeah. And uh, and so, like, you're saying to yourself, this is going to be a badass movie. And then you get all the Lionel Paquita yeah. stuff, you know, for about half an hour, 45 minutes, uh-huh. which includes the, yeah. the zoo yeah. scene where you where you finally get a yeah. good look at this rat monkey thing. Yeah, it's so it's so well done. It's like it's just a gooey clay thing i don't know but it, and it's called the sumerian rat monkey, sumerian yeah. rat monkey so and so yeah um and it's evil looking it but it's it's so puppeteer or or Jim yeah Benson and i love acid, the the, you know? the zookeeper guy he always has a cigarette in his mouth and he's like banging on the cage yeah, like he's like, like get, oh, up, get the fuck back and uh and but unbeknownst to lionel and paquita <laughs> uh the grandmother uh I, for, I forget what her name is in the movie yeah um, she, yeah. she's, just, just she's sneaking around the zoo, trying to, trying to see what Lionel's doing. And, but she gets too close to the rat monkey cage and the rat monkey takes a good chunk out of her arm. And then, oh yeah. Oh yeah. And she just heals it to death. In reaction, this chick just, just knocks the monkey down to the floor and takes her high heel and just crushes this thing's skull. Like eyeballs are popping out, yeah. which is which is just great early shades of what you're going to experience in this mm-hmm. film. Um, yeah, and so, in, I mean, it's really the only little bit of gore you mm-hmm. get for a while. You know, it's, it, but it's 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 goofy and <coughs> gross and just its own thing. And it's and so, so like like I want to say, I, I've I've gone through a lot of plot points here. I want to say that's the first like 25 minutes of the movie. Like, and that's one of the criticisms I have about this movie is that it's the pace is just so quick. Like, there's so many things they have to explain that they're just given in that little moment. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's why that's happening. That's why that's happening. Let's move forward. Moving forward. Constantly moving forward. And and so so by the 30-minute mark, she's already been bitten. It's already the next day. And she's already showing signs of becoming a zombie. Uh, and then also she has company yeah. over a very high end company uh, that are expecting her to be rather, you know, high end and dapper, you know, like, you know, very you know, place settings at the, at, at the table and, you know, make sure you're dressed properly. Your makeup is done properly. But she's like, but she's in the midst of becoming oh, yeah. a zombie. And so, right. And, and, so, and so then it just makes for this great comedy scene where she insists yeah. on on attending this this lunch. And and Lionel, of course, has to, you know, be there as well. And they order and they and on the menu for that day is a, a bowl of custard, which, you know, just yeah. watching the guy eat the custard, the the visitor eat the yeah, custard, yeah. that alone was just disgusting, yep. you know. But then, but then all of a sudden, like some projectile blood mucus thing comes out of her <laughs> of her arm. And ends up in the yeah. custard. Ugh. 
I mean, it's it's it gets to that just right. really gross moment. I mean, it 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 kicks the and, shit and, out. And, of and that's that's the do, point of the, of the movie where I understood. Okay, this is just slapstick. This is, I mean, like 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 yeah. like the ear slapstick falls all off, like all that shit. And the guy eats the ear, or no, no, the 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 ear falls into the mom's custard. The mom eats her own ear, yeah. mm-hmm. spits out a pearl. Like yeah. it's, it's so funny. And so Lionel's and so Lionel's able to. <laughs> get these high-end people out of the house in time before, like, a real embarrassing yeah. moment happens, you know? Uh, but, I mean, but throughout throughout the rest of the story, I mean, it's just going to be embarrassing moment after embarrassing moment after embarrassing moment. Uh, so much so that when they leave and she turns into a full zombie, her his mother does, like, she straight up just runs out yeah. the front door and runs into town, just terrorizing Main Street, and then and everybody's screaming, everybody's hollering. You know, then, then Lionel just being who he is, he just he he catches up to her and he's able to like corral her and get her back up into the house. And uh and then he eventually goes to um to that crazy doctor, right? To get the tranquilizer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is the, which is a guy you never see again in the movie. Uh who, who weirdly had an, a, 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 a swastika, you know, a, a Nazi a, symbolism, yeah, Nazi edge, and I'm like, why are there the, all these uh, zombie Nazi ties, you know, um, which was a weird was, uh, thing, but never talked. I was about trying to, anything. I was trying to figure um, out what Jackson was trying to say with that. Like, is he trying to say that only bad people possess just, these kinds of chemicals, or you know, I just think it it was one of those. The, the, the zombie scientist is always some German Crazy. SS, you know, guy that that wants to down the rabbit hole build kind, an of, army. kind of guy. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, so he gets yeah. his tranquilizer, and so because he's so much of a coward at this point, he can't he can't go through with it. He can't kill these this his mother like he can't, you know. And so mm-hmm. he's he's just at odds, and so he keeps tranquilizing his mother to make her fall asleep, right? Right yeah, in the nose, yeah. Right so many, like, so much tranquilizer, and so then he he decides he's going to go to uh, his his priest, right, to to to, to, <laughs> to yeah. let him know the situation. Yeah, to, to let him know the situation, let him know what's going on. You know, you know the odds that he's at. You know, and so he convinces her to go ahead and bury her, right? And so they have this night burial. And of course, nothing goes the way it's supposed to go. The the, the mother wakes up. <laughs> There's some thugs that, that come into the graveyard to try and grave rob people. And then, of course, they get fucked up by the zombie mother. They become zombies. The The priest is apparently a martial arts expert. And so... Oh, dude. There, there's some Jean-Claude Van Damme <laughs> moves going on here. I mean, this priest is good with his, his, his roundhouses, his kicks... Dude. I mean, he's doing it all, and it's just, it just, this, it really kicks it into extra gear when the priest hits. It's like, okay, like, because it's just slapstick and wood. Well, I was going to ask you, well, I was going to ask you, like, I, like I, I never liked the pacing of that scene. I thought it was just way too fast. Yep. Like, like, did what did you think? I, I think they should have just it's, rested on, on a couple of shots. It, yeah, they had, they had some really good moves in there. They had some good cinematography, uh, you know, fight, you know, fighting, you know, stuff but you're right it's too choppy and too fast and he got everything and in it was just it was just like it's a blink and yeah, you miss it, it type and, of situation i think he just 
really wanted to get in as many kicks and stuff he could in a short amount of time. Or, yeah, he had, he's had so many ideas that he knew he could he could see him through. But uh huh, I think it's a young you know this is a very young Peter Jackson. So you make oh, you yeah. get that with a young guy. You know, he's this like, would be cool. Oh, yeah, you know, I got this and this and this and this and this. Oh, and this. Yeah. You know, he wants to get it all. Um, good, so. And so and so now we have a zombie thug, a zombie nurse, and a zombie priest, and. And seeing as how Lionel couldn't go through with burying his mother, he can't kill these people either. And so now these zombies are just living at his mother's house in the basement. Yeah. Like, and just, just chilling, just chilling out, watching TV in the basement, you know, being tranquilized, you know, from time to time. Trying to feed them. Yeah. You know, trying to feed them. Yeah. And then one of the times he tries to feed them, he steps out for like two minutes. And then the next thing you know, two zombies are fucking. And then they they end up creating a zombie baby, which I thought was a great exploration of the zombie character. Like, like, can you do that? Is that yeah. possible? And in, in Peter Jackson's world, you can. Um, you got right. them chained up right next to each other. And so what's man. funny is that while they're fucking the zombies in the kitchen, uh, the, the, he gets another visitor. I mean, that's this, this how many plot points we're going through in this film, where where his cousin yeah, that's a lot. comes in after his mom's. Uncle, or, uncle cousin or cousin or a close relative uh, yeah. that claims that the mom uh, told him that he was going to get the house after she died, and so there was there was a lot of confusion. Yeah, yeah. big, big, right? And guy. so, and but he but he's also not the the nicest guy in the world. So he's he's kind he's kind of a little snarky guy. So it, like any any chance he can to get a leg up, he'll take it. Yeah, he's like he's like a Biff. He's like a Biff from uh, even his hair kind of suggests Biff. Yeah. Um, yeah. and so, uh, and so he sees, you know, there's, that he's hiding something. He sees that the Lionel's trying to, you know, not tell him something. And so he's using that as like leverage to try and get this house. And so but he basically says, I'm not leaving until, unless you give me this house. And so Lionel's like, fine, house is yours. And so the guy leaves, he's able to clean up what he can, but then the guy comes back with like, 30 of his friends and then they're going to have this gigantic house house party party. on the first day, the first hour of him, of him having how there's not even any paperwork being signed. You know, he's just, he's got, I know very popular, very popular man. Um, and so, and so at this point it starts to become just absolute bedlam in the movie to where like the blood and guts just start spilling like um, the uh, the zombies in the basement end up getting riled up, um, and they that they eventually break out of the the basement and they start you know biting and turning other people into zombies, and and then it starts to come starts yeah. to get stacked up like crazy like exponentially. Um, it 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 just goes it goes from zero to like nine thousand. I know. So I know, and quick. and that's. And it's so visceral, like you do see a lot of cool kills. I mean, some of my favorite too, the guy that gets his leg stripped in a like little tiny, like chicken bone. I love that one. That one's so good. Like his little, his little tiny, tiny little bony legs make me laugh so hard. And then immediately the girl gets her face punched through, like the cool mm-hmm. old school, you know, slapstick punch through the the fake mouth. It's Immediate. so in yeah. your face. And I'm like that 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 in it where the guy comes out and his legs are like, 
there's so many oh, great, so great moments. Uh, oh, the, 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 oh, the lantern, face, the indoor I mean, lantern. The oh, so good. I mean, the, uh, yeah, it's just like, classic, like, you, like the, the main this. thug guy that was living in the house. His his organs yeah. Yeah. get spilled out of his body. Yep. No, no, was that no no? That was the guy he killed. He pulled he pulled out his rib no, cage. That was the other guy. And yep. the guys and the yep. guy's yep. organs, like cage. his liver and his lungs, they be. The other person gets their head stripped. They like, became sentient. Off. Like the organs became sentient and started chasing after uh-huh. people. And I was like, how inventive is that? That's yep. so crazy. And there's and there's there's moments yeah. where. Where they're trying to get upstairs or downstairs, and like there's one time where Lionel's hanging by his foot from a string that's being manipulated, like by the activities of the of the lower floors, you know, and so they're escaping death mm-hmm. because just right before he's about to get his head chopped or bitten, he gets raised up by by his string, you know, it, it's it's mechanically yep. it's so complex. I, I I that's what I was gonna ask you. I'm like, it got to the that point mm-hmm. of absurdity and i'm like how did they logistically do I mean, all it, of this because it's in it's in a small s- s- setting it's in a house of this kind of almost haunted house looking feel and i'm like god this is messy there's glop and gloop and you know god how does he get all this shot and and i'm sure they had to do it in one or two takes they didn't have enough time to read yeah so it had to be a post production thing or you know, or just he had it yeah. mapped out like cuz he understood what rooms corresponded yeah. with other rooms you know whether it be the rooftop or the attic or the second floor or, or whatever like he understood what was going yeah. was going I, I would be fascinated to know how he pulled all that off cuz i i i too am just like how yeah. the fuck i mean especially for 3 million dollars and in New Zealand, and a low budget, yeah. you're like, he's definitely showing his stripes. And I think, I, I want to say that's probably one of the reasons why he got the gig for Lord of the Rings. You know? Oh, for sure. I mean, it shows. I mean, he, he, we didn't talk about the you know, <laughs> zombie baby. The, 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 pretty big character in this film. That scene. Um, he's, a little, he's a little asshole, man. I love him. His little like, laugh. And that's... Uh, just, he, he, he gets out of every little scenario. Just laughing his uh, ass off, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, he's just having a ball, you know. He's just just balling it up in the new world, and uh, <laughs> but uh, but there's just there's so many cool, unique kills. The gore gets up to the level nine and a half, and then it gets to twelve once the the lawnmower comes out. I mean, that's what we have to it's, talk about. Is yeah, he gets he gets thrown. It's, it's the reason why there's three hundred gallons of, of yeah. So of it's gore it's Lionel. He gets he gets thrown out of the second story window. Uh, so inside the house is just Paquita and the uncle or cousin, whoever he is, and and they're both doing pretty good jobs keeping the zombies at bay, you know. But but they're but they're starting to yep. get some pressure, and then all of a sudden, bam! Front door gets kicked open. It's Lionel with a lawnmower strapped around his torso, <laughs> and he he says, "Party's over," and he he pulls the string. The fucking blade starts Great going, lines. and man, the amount of carnage that is created with this lawnmower is stupid like it, it, that's where that, that that's where the part where i come in was like how did he mm-hmm. do that it's so much it's so extra <laughs> yeah uh it, it, it's 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 literally epic um and it hasn't been replicated no. like nobody does that shit it, like it had can't. to take a, it's so visceral it's so it had to have so taken years off of his life like it's i so swear cool. to god <laughs> oh but it still looks great. I mean, I you know, like I said, I, I caught it early. I caught it again a few years back to show someone. 
and then I watched it again today. I was like, it still holds up. It's great. It's fun. It's so slapstick and, and goofy and off the wall. The first 30 half hour, I'm like, eh. but it makes up for it. I mean, the last 30 minutes is. I, I don't know. I, I think there's little there's little gems throughout the entire movie. I love whenever, I love whenever there's he's gems. feeding them yes. the, yeah. the 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 zombies, but the food. He I just he pulls. I don't. I don't know if there was the acting. I don't know if there was the acting or, or what it was between you know him and and uh, yeah. Chiquita. Uh, is it Chiquita it's, it's Paquita. Or is it it's, like, it's um, a Spanish for small. I don't yeah. know. Paquita, that's right. That's Paquita, yeah. Um, just, I don't know. didn't hit for me, but but it's just... Oh, I, I will agree that... It's, it's such a goofy film. It's it's its its, its own thing, and it, it, it falls into almost B-slapstick kind of horror, but it's just Peter Jackson. It's I mean, beautifully shot. And this the, the, the actual gore and, and the ending is... Probably one of the most. Epic I mean, I, I I will agree that Paquita and Lionel are not very good actors. It's probably the reason why you don't see them yeah. much since this. You know, um, yeah. Her especially, I was like, oh man, who? Yeah, who who does she know? Yeah. His father Magruder was great. I mean, I'm like, damn, this guy's. You know, he he hits the screen and he looks like fucking Tom Cruise because he's just exactly an okay actor. exactly. You know, and so. <laughs> He pops because I'm like, oh man. And again, that, that's just another criticism. I mean, but he was working with what he had, you know. Like, you know, I'm, I'm sure these are these yeah. are competent actors. Yeah, think about you know, reading they, this script. Think about reading this script. Going, oh, this is complex. Yeah, no, this is there's a lot of emotions coming through this one. Um, and so yeah, so after the lawnmower, he just lays waste to pretty much everybody, and it's just him. It's just oh, uh, the uncle slash cousin. He ends up getting it. Uh, I for, mm-hmm. I forget. I forget. I forget how he ooh, gets it. Ooh, they rip his skull from yes. his back, and oh, oh, it's dude. It gets way crazy. There's this the mama That's monster one. at the end. That's the I part mean, that my it's... wife that my wife came in on her lunch break on was watching the belly, watching the belly oh, of the of 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 the mom, <laughs> like just suck in the the, the sun and then close it back up again. And she's like, "What in the mm-hmm. fuck are you watching?" It's like every time my dad caught me watching Jerry Maguire, it was a uh, right. specific. <laughs> you point. know what I'm talking about. Um, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, and, and I thought, I mean, the, I mean, the symbolism there is heaping. You know, the mama's yeah. boy. You know, the, the wanting wanting to be a coward and wanting to run to mommy, but then this in this case, he literally can't. And it's like his way. It's it's kind of like his way of saying, "I don't need you anymore, mom. I have this other girl now." You know, we're, you know, we're going to make our own life. We don't need your help financially or emotionally or whatever. Um, it, it's it's kind of like a, a metaphor for that whole transition. But he just decided to add in, you know, a zombie yep. rat and a zombie baby and a couple of hundred zombies and, and just, you know, a few, a few hundred gallons of blood. You know, and that's how Peter Jackson gets out his personal stuff, you know. Um, but, uh, and so, so yeah, so then... Uh, I forget. Uh, no, uh, what was it? He was inside of her, right? And he had the the, the cross, mm-hmm. and he basically just punched punched through her, right? Cross, yeah. And uh, and just she, yep. she puts it on his necklace or puts it around his neck, and you know yeah. they ride off into the sunset, and, uh, pretty much. And so then, of course, paramedics, firefighters finally arrive after the after the carnage is all over, and yeah. uh, they're they're the only two left living, and they're walking, you know, away from the scene and. Um, you know, it, it's a great moment of like, you know, you went through all this with this person who you thought was going to be your, your lover or whatever. 
that the, that the tarot cards kind of read it to you that that's how it was going to be, you know. But then at the at the end of the scene, yeah. Lionel he takes this he takes the star and just tosses it. You know, he's like, like, we don't need this. Like, like, we don't we don't need this to start this relationship. We've got the greatest start to a relationship ever. Yeah. You know, like you've proved to me that you want me. I proved the exact same, you know, and uh, and, and, you know, yeah. And then as they're walking away, roll credits. And, you know, it's I would have kept the medallion. It's, I it's kept got some it. gold to it. You know, like it could be worth something. I've watched enough. <clears> time, <throat> you know, golden exactly. child, all the things. You keep the. I want the knife. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I, I I thought it was nice and tight. But again, one of my only real criticisms about the movie is that it's just so manic. It's so fast paced, so breakneck. Very and it's just, manic. It, I mean, and, and you have to watch the movie three or four times just to just to get everything. Yeah. Because the first time you watch it, it's coming at you a yep. mile a minute. And if that's sh- and if and if that uh massacre scene happens while you're taking a shit, like you are so <laughs> out of out of your element, you know? And and that, that that's a huge criticism. Which which, you know, in later Jackson films, that's not the case at all. I mean I mean I mean Peter Peter Jackson no, takes yeah, yeah. He's, his he's, time. He's oh yeah. Crisp. Like if anything, he's like crisp like now. Like a nice linen shirt, you nice. know, just nice, you know, off the, you know. Or, or maybe that's what New Line saw in Peter Jackson was that he he's able to get all these points in and still make it entertaining. Yeah. And while it, it might be a little bit crunched in, you still got it. But what if I gave you three hours? All right, cool. Can you do that in three hours? Bam. Yeah, yeah three, three, yeah. three and a half hours. Yeah. What and if, and what I did that, that three times over. <laughs> I mean, that, that had to have been just like catnip for Peter Jackson. Like there's so many plot points that I can shove into a narrative yeah. in three and a half hours. Let's do yep. this baby. Um, exactly. Let's give me go. a lot of money and I'll do it. Um, and then the only other criticism is just the level of acting in the movie, especially for the, especially for the leads. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like maybe they were friends of his or just people that helped on the production or like a family friend or something. I'm not sure exactly how it went down, but I yeah. feel like the acting could have been better, and if he and if he just had an extra half hour to flesh out these moments, I feel like it could have been yeah. the greatest zombie movie of all time. But as it turns out, it's pretty much just the goriest zombie movie of all time. Um, so, um, what, what, what are your? Th- let's see. Yeah, let's rate this. We're gonna thing. rate it. Uh, you want me to go first, or you want to go first, really? What are you gonna do? Yeah, I want to. Man, like I said, first. it's my favorite piece of zombie lore you know like uh we were talking before recording like it was funny to see that in in jackson's world like every every extremity every piece of the body is infected with this rat monkey thing and so even if you cut off the hand the the hand's coming at you because it's so possessed you know um like you know like like the organs were coming at you like like i thought i just thought the cleverness Mm -hmm. was just top-notch but he just he did he didn't yeah. have the film stock he didn't have the acting he didn't he, there's a lot of things working against him and so the final product you know yeah. you, you can close your eyes and imagine a much better production but you but but at the end of the day it still is yeah. what it is and so with that I got to give it a good eight point one still very high but it loses massive points for yeah. just the grainy quality yeah. of the film uh, the the lack of acting the the over editing to to make up for the lack of acting and then just cramming so much into so little 
still being cognitive, but I feel like a second pass, he would have fleshed that out a little bit, a little bit longer. But yeah, eight point one, eight point one, yeah. solid, yeah. solid score. What about you, Ryland? That, that's lower okay. than I thought you were going to give. You know, being so high on your yeah. your favorites, but I was, you know, I'm, I'm at a seven point six, mid sevens, um, and I'm right there with you. The acting was was awful by the 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 you know the 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 side characters really overtake the, yeah. the, the two leads um, but it's you can see like I said just these strokes of genius from Peter Jackson early on I mean he's just he's there the, but like you said the pacing and the, the storyline is just way mm-hmm. too manic for me first half hour I'm like whoa like yeah. I forget my brain my brain just wants to forget the first half hour of this movie and just remember the last part of it because it's to me why you're watching it um just for the fun of it and the gore and the slapstick and, and damn, there's some really cool kills and it's just like, it made me laugh out loud. Like I was watching it going like, <laughs> you know, like I love, I love slapstick comedy that just makes me chill and, and not overthink things. It's, you know, there were, there are some mm-hmm. more aspects to this though. It's not just comedy and goofiness. There's a couple times where the way these people are dying and how fast mm-hmm. they die <laughs> And the horde, it's kind of a claustrophobic house and a horde is really, they're coming at you kind of quick. And like you said, the manic pacing of it, there's a couple of times where I was like, oh, God damn, like, I would not want to be in this situation at all because people are just, ah, you know, they're, they're going. It's frightening quick. as fuck. Well, like, uh... yeah, yeah, there's, there's a couple of scary moments, you know, where you actually feel claustrophobic slash through horror, I mean, zombie uh, well, like, tropes. Um... On this time around, it was the first time. I'm talking 13 times I've seen this film. This is the first time I realized that the chick in the polka dot dress was still human as long as she was. And she was helping out Paquita and, and all them before before she eventually turned oh, yeah, 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 and got yeah, the baby yeah, to come through her yep. skull. Like, I didn't even realize mm-hmm. that she was helping out in that way. Like, because it was so manic. Like, yep. I, I... Yeah, the cuts... And I was like, she had blood on her face. She's I'm zombie. Like, like, she's not. She, like, what the fuck? Huh? You know? And, um, uh-huh. and yeah. And, and, and so it's just those things. I mean, the, the, that's the kind of stuff you get with low-budget productions. You know? Like the, the, those things are going to happen. Holes in yeah. the story. Especially with as many effects as he was trying to pull off. Which were some were great. I love when he, he pulls that one guy's face off. And it's just like, it's just, it's just so easy to pull his face off. Like, so good. Um, face. Off. Uh, anyways, um, uh, no, yeah, like like I said, it just strips his his, his face off, and there's just skull show. Like it mm-hmm. just looks like a piece of chicken skin and, coming but off. There's like you know, thirty of those easy. gags in the in the film. Oh, that's what I'm saying. There's one after another. There's so much. That's where he's going. Okay, boom, boom, boom. And I'm like, how did you think of mm-hmm. all these little gags and pull them off? And they're all really well done. Mm-hmm. I mean crazily done especially i know this is the one other takeaway i do take though too this is 92 i'm like some of it i'm like this looks more like 80 right six eighty seven to me like acting wise film mm-hmm. it's a little oh grainy. i agree so far i'm like man this is 92 man this is like this well, is like yeah. t2 era you, you know like come on man <laughs> well it is new zealand i mean maybe you maybe they you do fun. maybe it takes a little it hey, takes well, a little longer hey this get, is why america Fuck yeah, we got Terminator 2, you got right. Brain Dead. Right. Both very passable films, but T2 
it's, it's a little bit more pizzazz to it's it. Anyways, um, but yeah, so that's Dead Alive, guys. Uh, <laughs> compare everything. To well, I mean, it is. I mean, it hits on all cylinders. Like, come on. Hey, I already know. You, I don't want to compare anything with you to. Yeah, exactly. You. I know, it's I know in my top stance. ten. Um, but uh, but yeah, that's so that's that's Dead Alive, guys. Man, I had. S- Man, wasn't that a fun pick, man? I thought I did, thought I did well with my my Rylan's it, pick, y'all. It, um, it never fun, gets old you know? watching this film. I swear to God. I mean, but again, you have to, yeah. you have to find it and you have to appreciate it. But once you do, it, it makes yeah. your life so much better because you can just watch this film on a loop if you wanted to, and it's it's a good night, nice, tight ninety minutes. Uh, very very tight 90, 90 minutes. Uh, but uh, but yeah. So, uh, and that that wraps up also our fear four programming for the whole month uh i remember before we did cannibal the musical i was i was hyping up ryland i was like we got five straight weeks of just of just yeah. grinding on this thing and so now we're, now we're on the other end of it. Love it i'm loving it uh so i'm i'm i i want to vote for taking a week off next week uh just to just to get yeah. our bearings yeah. back and then we'll come back with the 80s double feature and i think all oh, will be right with the world again man um man we we you always uh, enjoy the month of October. It's always fun for us, and and we got another fear four in the books. That's the that's that's, that's yeah, round dude. two. I'm so. talking about. So, um, I guess I guess that that wraps up the show, guys. And so, for Rylan Johnson, my name is Charlie Thompson, and we have been spitting the real shit. We'll see you guys next time. Happy Halloween, Rylan. Yeah.